the What I Watch Tonight show. Good morning, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to the What I Watch Tonight show. My name is Matt Hudson, and I am the J. Jonah Jameson behind the site, whatiwatchtonight.co.uk. In these episodes, I chat with a guest who specialises in or just simply loves movies. Simple as that. Whether they're a blogger, reviewer, director, screenwriter, actor, actress, whatever they are, we have a chat with them, we throw some questions at them, and just talk some movies. Otherwise, this movie show would be pretty boring. Um, So, I'm very pleased to say that joining me on the show tonight from Limini Creative is Lena Jalala. How on earth are you? I'm grand. How are you doing? I'm very well. How whereabouts in the world are you calling from? I'm calling from Blessington. Um it's a small town in County Wicklow in Ireland. I could hear the Irish twang there. How is it today <laughs> over there? Well, we've had four seasons in a day today, <laughs> <laughs> which is very typical for, for, for here. Uh it was sunny for a bit, then it was raining, like lashing rain. Mm. Uh, then it was hailstorm. Um and then it's uh, it was sunny again and it's pretty decent now. So if you want um all four seasons in one day, just move to just move to Ireland, I think everyone basically <laughs> where I am, it was just absolutely hammering it down with rain, so it wasn't a nice day at all. But uh we I didn't get to see the full spectrum, so uh uh, yeah, I think you, you've got the better deal there over there <laughs> in the Emerald Isle. Yeah, we certainly are not bored, you know, <laughs> with the weather. No, I bet. Um, so when you're when you're not immersed in film, because I know that's what you that's what you do. What else do you get up to during your days? Uh, well, currently I like I'm surrounded by screenwriting books. That's all I, <laughs> I literally <laughs> focus on. Um, so I see, I started seriously looking into script writing, um, and I, I've I've created uh, my first um, treatment and uh, first twenty five pages of script, um, and I just sent it out for, for for a couple of producers to have a look and, and give their feedback, and I realized that I basically need to work on my skills. So <laughs> what I did was I literally went into the library and got myself about six books, uh, which uh, which I'm researching now uh, with a view to, uh, to to better myself. I can imagine you now surrounded by just a library worth of books. Um, <laughs> I don't want to be presumptuous. Do you have a cup of tea with you or do you have something more, something stronger? Um, I, I have a glass of water. I had my tea before. <laughs> ah, good, good. When just before before we get right into it, you just mentioned you just obviously sent twenty five pages. Is this a feature film you're writing? Indeed, a feature length film. Yeah, that's the first one in, uh, as well. So uh, uh, I'm really excited. There is so many things to learn. Um, it's something that I've never done before. I've done short films before, and you know, I've I've, I've been writing poetry since I was a teenager so a short form was really my thing uh creating a feature script is um it's gonna be a journey I think I think yeah I, I'm, I've never done it myself it, I, I'm specifically someone who thinks what a great idea it would be one day but it's never gonna do it um what's what's the process and obviously you're learning what have you found is the process from taking the story from essentially your brain and mold it into a script how how does that work because it seems like a lot of work to me 
Oh, yes, indeed. Um, <laughs> I guess so far I've realized that script writing is writing and then rewriting and then rewriting and rewriting some more. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't like I, I don't know if there's any um, screenplay that was written and that that looks exactly like it was looking from the first draft. I I'd say it's it's uh, probably uh, many many drafts <laughs> before the the film gets made or, or the final version you arrive at a final version. That's that's only a good thing. Uh, if you're making it better, you're also yeah. That's a learning process for you, I guess. Indeed, indeed, and a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> but without without work, life would be boring. But so, some of the views you've got when you do your work that I've seen make up for that somewhat because there are some stunning views over there <laughs> yeah well I'm, I'm always glad to, to see other people looking um you know and appreciating what i do that's that's great uh, <laughs> it's just amazing um the, the the movies that i made it's it's all you know self-funded little projects and mm-hmm. uh to see somebody interested and in, uh, viewing and uh you know, giving their feedback or connecting with it is just great. It's amazing. I can I, ima- I can only imagine, because I think it's nice to get a well done when I write a review. That's not the painstaking effort of making a short film or a film or bringing something to life. So it's fair to say that you are very hands-on when it comes to the filmmaking process, judging by the two short movies you have done or one is in post-production. Can you dive a bit more into the, the two shorts that you've done? Uh, give a bit more insight into the stories and the process of actually doing them, creating them. Sure. Um, so the very first short film that I made, um, it's called If I Would Have Been Back Home. And it's it's based on my poem of the same name. And I wrote it in Latvian originally. So I'm mm-hmm. from Latvia. It's about me a little bit. Um, and it's about moving country and, you know, and... Uh, how it is for different people. There are so many different reasons why people move. Um, and I just told, you know, my bit of story um, and how it felt to me. Um, so that's that's my first film. And again, as I said, I started, you know, writing um, poems was something that I, I was doing uh, when I was a teenager, since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. Um, but they never saw uh, daylight, you know, they've always stayed in my notebook. So... When it was time for me to make my first short short film, I was like, I might as well try and incorporate some of that other stuff, you know, some of that work that that I've done since since uh, God Why knows not? when, you know. And uh, I just picked one and uh, I made it into a movie. Um, I really like this short. I must say, I thought it was well. I'll let you describe it, but I I really enjoyed it. Oh, thank you so much. Um, it's very true. Um, I think I, I think the reviews I've heard so far were that it comes across very authentic because yeah. it really is a true story. So and just about me. Um, there are a couple of things I that feel I sad now after hearing that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so basically, yeah, it's um, there are a couple of things that I would have done differently um, if I was doing it over again. Uh, but it was it was just such a learning curve that movie. Um, I think I wore all of the possible hats a director, <laughs> actually a person, can wear on one film. <laughs> I've done everything from, you know, directing, producing, casting, uh, sourcing locations, um, 
I've edited it. Cool. Uh, I've, I've, I've shot some of the uh, some of the um, uh, scenes there where I was not in. I've acted in it. Jesus, um, but nothing it, you can't do. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. It was a crazy. It was it was a ride. It was it was very interesting, and it was made in two countries. So half of it was filmed in Ireland, and half of it was filmed in Latvia, and. Um, that was a bit of a challenge as well because I came back. I went back home. Well, I, I went back to Latvia after about I don't know eight years being away, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Where do I start? Where do I actually get cast and you know <laughs> people to help me film it?" <laughs> so it was very interesting uh, in that way because uh, in Dublin I've been, you know, like I've been here for past fourteen years now, and. Um, the people that I know that I made the movie with, they were there were people that I knew from act, various acting courses that I've done, yeah. or you know, editing courses. Um, so it was very interesting because um, when I was thinking where to get actors, and actually I couldn't pay them because it was it was my own project. I could only afford uh, you know equipment and uh, yeah. you know very very basic things. And uh, I got in touch. I started out in, in Latvia, which brings me to the beginnings now. Um, I started out in Latvia um, when I was uh, back there, when I was about 19. And I started in this theatre. It's like theatre club that was run by its owner and actor, which is a really, really, really good actor um, in Latvia. And and he was basically putting up, uh, putting up courses for the actors. Um, he had about three groups there. Um, of 20 and I was one of them so we were they were teaching us and then we would perform in there and um, so when I had to make this movie I was like I wonder if they're still on and if they're still training actors and if they're still you know nourishing them and you know um, because they're I I mean that place is a really 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 good beginning for any you know starting out actor to be Mm. in and I really knew if 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 they're still on and if they're still doing courses in there if I can get my hands on some of the guys were you know doing those courses with them I'd be a happy chappy and I got in touch with them and I, and sure enough they're still on and they got me connected with some guys who were doing courses with them back then and Jesus I was so lucky <laughs> that that it goes to show it is who you know sometimes that's fantastic I didn't I had no idea that it was filmed in Latvia I kind of got a a hint for when the end credits rolled and a lot of the names had an Eastern European feel to them so I did start to think there may be some link there but I had no idea it was actually filmed in Latvia that's amazing yeah <laughs> and obviously back or back uh, kind of your new home your other home in Dublin as well what was the hardest part then about bringing that to life was it the casting or was it just uh you know what w- was it the lack of finance what was the hardest what was the biggest obstacle I think the whole road, the whole making of that movie was <laughs> one big obstacle <laughs> that I had to overcome. Um, uh, I mean, I think with with the two movies that I've made, um, it has been very bumpy. <laughs> and I've come across a lot of things. But um, for me, one of the hardest things, I think, um, I think Dublin was easier because I was just, I just knew my ways around here um, yeah. at that stage. And in Latvia, like I've, I haven't been in Latvia for so long, and um, 
and I only went there for a couple of weeks and I had to, I had to be able to do it within that time and meet the actors and, I pretty much cast everyone who got in touch with me. <laughs> you know, and um, and I'm really glad I did. I mean, they were all amazing. Um, so yeah, I think we did. We do a rehearsal. I actually don't know. I think we met and talked about it, and we just pretty much went into the filming. Um, oh, wow. I had to literally beg people to um, <laughs> to work for me as DOPs in there. Um, one of the guys who helped me out with um, film filming this uh, cinematography and uh, they were like these those tough guys who were filming their own uh, film about muscles you know about <laughs> bodybuilding and everything they were jokingly calling my film like oh your love story and they were just making fun of it and I was like oh my god <laughs> it was just a funny situation to be like those tough guys you know coming in with their ca- cameras and my you know love story sad plot <laughs> everyone's everyone's got a soft interior I'm sure <laughs> Oh, they loved it. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, no, it well, it, it went well. Uh, it, it went amazing. It just worked out, and actually, yeah, it was. Just, it, it just. Um, I think when you're really passionate about what you do, and you know that you really, really want to make it work, you know, um, you'll find a way. And this is what happened with me. Basically, um, anytime I came, uh, I came across any, you know, roadblocks, I was like, oh my god, okay. What do I do? What do I do? You know, and then I, I looked for other uh, other solutions. The mm-hmm. DOP that I had initially um, lined up, um, she literally told me um, like a couple of days before the shoot, a day or two, I think that she's not going to be available. So oh, wow. yeah, so these guys came in really, really handy. <laughs> the muscle men came to save the day. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> and they were brilliant. There are some very nice shots in the film. In particular, uh, shot in a coffee bar, but and um, it's kind of shot from two perspectives, uh, and I think that works really well. But, um, and in the latter half of the of the short, there's some really nice shots, but the whole thing is shot well. I did. That's one of the th- first things I noticed was that there was a, a uh, there's a variety of shots in there which kind of shake it up a bit. So it's not all just you know stiff camera work. It's there is a lot going on within the camera which really helps. Like I said, I really enjoyed the film. I thought it had a really nice, you've said it already, authentic poignancy to it. Uh, I think a lot of people may even kind of relate to the story or the emotion or the feelings that are happening. And I think the poetry at the end actually really worked because um, it went well with the visuals. Whomever composed the the piano song uh, is wonderful because it's a really nice little song. Um, I and I genuinely mean that. I I genuinely did really enjoy it, and I hope more people watch check it out. Thank you so much. I hope so too. Yeah, of course. But I I I say again, I do genuinely believe it's a very it's a very good, very nice piece of filmmaking, especially considering it was was that your first uh, proper, if you will, short film. Ah, that was the very very first. uh, Wow. uh, Yeah, (laughs) that was my. First, first, first attempt altogether. It's amazing for a first, especially for a first attempt. It's it's fantastic, and I know you've got another one currently in post production. Is that right? Oh, uh, that's correct. That's <laughs> that's another piece of work um, that has been a very, very, very bumpy ride. But uh, <laughs> we're coming to to uh, to to close with it very soon, which I'm really excited about. 
it seems it, it looks like it's going to be a bit different from uh, your first one. Oh yeah, it's completely different. Um, I got <laughs> this Italian guy uh, to write um, a screenplay for that, so it wasn't me who wrote it. It wasn't my story. Um, mm-hmm. I gave him the direction. So uh, the film is a is part of a thirty day um, Halloween challenge. So we had to make a movie in a month, and that means we had to write the script. Uh, cast, film, edit in a month, and that was last October, which we did, and uh, you know we showed uh, we mm-hmm. showed it on the on the night on Halloween night there, um, but we showed a slightly shaky, well not shaky, I shouldn't say shaky, but we sh- we showed a, a slightly imperfect version of it, <laughs> which I'm trying to now, um, you know. Uh, make of a of a certain standard that that mm-hmm. I'll be proud you know showing to people that I won't be um would want to sign my name under it you know <laughs> yeah it looks like it looks like it, it could be a bit of fun visually actually I thought the effect was very good on the uh uh on the guy who's asking for uh I don't want to give too much away but kind of asking the, someone else to come with him it's a really good effect on the guy and I want to know what the Irish chap is He's got. He's going mad. I want. I want to know why now. I also want to know why he says "shite" really loudly. Um, <laughs> I, I've been. I, I like the look of it, and it, I'm drawn in by the by the trailer that you released. Um, I want to find out what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you as much as uh, it, it is a spooky gangster comedy drama. So it's it's nice. a big big mix of <laughs> genres just chucked in and just thrown thrown in and like and yeah it's 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 an interesting piece it's a bit funny drama gangster (laughs) nice (laughs) well where i went with it was i I, it's a drama essentially but i wanted it to be a a lighter version of it so Mm -hmm. somehow and i wanted it to be a little bit fun as well you know um i wanted the audience to be able to have a laugh which i'm Hoping it will <laughs> when it's released. Yeah. <laughs> I like to think of myself as fairly mature, but I did giggle when the when uh, the Irish chap did did shout shite. It did make <laughs> me because out of context, it just looked funny. Um, it sounded funny, so it, I'm already in on board with that. But <laughs> so where where did the desire to create stories or movies come from? Because you said you did poetry when you were younger. What kind of changed which made you thought think uh, actually I want to translate these to a different medium? I think I was hooked. Uh, I think I was hooked to acting first before anything. Um, mm-hmm. When I was young, like when I was a teenager, I just tried like everything. I I knew I wanted to do something creative, but I didn't really know know what exactly I wanted. So I I think I've done I've, I've done dancing, I've done painting, and I've done photography and uh, all sorts of things. And lovely hair. Was there anything you can't do? <laughs> 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 uh, well, yeah, and then and then I went into um, I ended up on this acting class, and um, and that really hooked me up. And shall I tell you the story? Can I tell you the story about it? Absolutely, yeah, please. So here's me and my very first acting class. I come in, and I'm a bit late, right? And um, there is about twenty people in this little theater, and this actor who's turned in to do something. And what I see is basically 
these 20 people he, and he got he gives a direction um now you're gonna you know set like a sun and you know i see these 20 people starting to like uh slowly kind of you know <laughs> i don't know fall down on the ground you know like trying to depict the the, the sunset and I just, I just stood there at the very back of the class and I didn't know what to make of it. And I just thought, <laughs> this just looks silly. There's like about 20 grown up people just like falling down on the floor, <laughs> trying to like look like they're, you know, a set, a setting songs. I just thought it was so, <laughs> so, so silly. So I just stood there and I half smiled and I didn't do it. And so the next thing I hear is like, the teacher going, you, the one at the very back, the one who came in late. <laughs> what exactly do you think you're doing here? And I was just there, oh, 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 trouble. <laughs> and then, and he like went full on and he was like, do you think we're here for a laugh? Like, is it a joke, you know, we've all gathered here for? He was like, really? He was like, well, do you know what, guys? Let us all watch how she does it. No way. Yeah. And he was like, she does it now in front of all of us, or she leaves and doesn't come back. And that was him. Wow. And he literally put me on the spot and told me, you know, there is no joking around. There is no messing around. This stuff is serious. And if I tell you to set like a sun, you got to set like a sun, you know? <laughs> Don't <laughs> smile. Yeah. So I stood there and I was like, oh, my God, I'm not re ready to leave. I'm kind of, you know, before I found out what exactly it is, you know, it, and if it's for me or not. But at the same time, I'm, to I'm totally on a the spot. There's about 20 eyes looking at me right now. And I'm just <laughs> going to do something in front of them, something really silly in front of them. Uh, <laughs> Well, I ended up doing it, and about um, two weeks later, I was the very first. Uh, well, they had to choose two people out of 20 to perform the very first monologue. Um, so I performed my very first monologue, Hamlet's uh, um, To Be or Not To Be, in wow. front of the audience of about 60 people. Um, and yeah, they they chose me. They, they, they were choosing two people out of 20 from my group and two people from another and two people. So, so six people on that night were performing. And I was one of them. And I was like, whoa, that's, that's incredible. Pretty cool, you know. And that I think that's how I got picked because... From the very beginning, somehow, I think my, my loud entrance <laughs> somehow got me noticed. And uh, I was just, uh, I was just, yeah, I just loved it. I just, I was just doing well. And it just came naturally to me. Um, the teacher was the toughest, toughest teacher <laughs> yeah. I've ever had to deal with. I've literally, I've, I've gone to so, so many acting courses after this. And I'll tell you what, no other teacher has ever trumped this guy. This wow. guy is a proper badass. <laughs> and, you know, when I say that, he would, you know, we would be we would, he would be rehearsing and he would just be screaming at you, stop. He was like, what the hell are you doing? He was like, I don't believe you, like, one bit. Like, what's your motivation? <laughs> why did you just, why did you move that way? And he will criticize the crap out of you. And there were so many people who were just like left in tears. It sounds tough. Oh my god! Yeah, and and I just watched it, and I was like half terrified, but half <laughs> I'm gonna go for it, you know. <laughs> 
but if you survived, you know, if you really did dig in deep with you and he really did find the motivations and how to make it right so that he actually works out. Um, but it was a very, very strong foundation that he laid in me. Like, I think that's the best, best start in any, you know, starting an actor can get. At least for me, it worked. So... So that's that's my background, and a year after, so I've I've done this I've done this tour with him for a year, where we were, um, you know, st- learning acting and rehearsing, and then putting up shows uh, in front of um, in front of an audience, and it was mm-hmm. in old Riga, and there were tourists in there, and some of them didn't speak any Latvian. The shows were in Latvian. And it was really surprising, and I was just humbled by, by the fact that, like, there were people coming backstage to shake my hands to tell me, I don't know whatever the hell you said in that performance, but whatever you did was really powerful. And I was That's like, That's nice. <laughs> you know, that was... And that was, I think that that was, um, I, I didn't really realize, you know, I, I didn't even know what I was doing. <laughs> you know, I was just in the on that stage. But yeah, that hooked me. And, um, but then there was this other part where, you know, I was studying a BA and um, I had to provide for myself and I couldn't do acting full time. So that was something that I did part time. And when I moved to Dublin, I had like full time jobs. And I, I could never afford myself to be an actress, really, because, you know, a full-time actress, because yeah. uh, the bills are, had to be paid. So I I started making movies, you know. I started getting I, – I, well, I started with getting um, into some student films and, you know, independent productions that I could get in. Um, I think I tried getting a casting agents. I, I wrote to two of them. One never get, got back to me and another one asked me if I was a full-time actress and I said no. And she was like, okay, I'm not interested. You're not serious. And so that wow. was me trying to get an agent. And then, yeah, I just kind of went independent and I uh, started doing independent films and, um, you know, I did some uh, some plays in here and uh, and then started directing myself. Then I, I, I just wanted to do something of my own. All that, all of this stemmed from the fact that you laughed at pe- the setting sun act <laughs> yeah. and getting called out in front, and getting called out in front of everybody led led for this to this to this to this to this. It's quite an amazing story to start with. <laughs> I noticed also that the set your setting sun ritual didn't make it into your acting reel. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't catch that part in it, but <laughs> must have left that out. I, I should, I should, I should make one like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's what that's obviously what you're doing now. What's next? What's is it Hannah? Is that the name? Hannah Wins. Once Hannah is out there for everybody to see, what what's next? Is it just going to be carrying on with your feature? Do you have other ideas for short films? Because obviously, you come across as someone who doesn't like to sit still for very long. Uh no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm in pre-production with two movies right now. Uh, two short short films. Um, these are going to be two one-minute movies. Yep. And we're aiming them for a film festival in Galway. Well, we're going to try to submit for that. Uh, if it's going to happen, I don't know. But we're making them specifically, you know, with a with an aim to try and get in, in there. Um, and uh, one of them I literally just wrote three days ago. Um, and I sent it out to a couple of people that I know. And they were like, yeah, they're good. That's good. Uh, and we just decided we we're going to go for it. 
Um, and then there was another script written by another uh, amazing actor um, that I'm going to be, be directing. So we're going to make two of them in two weeks. Um, so that's going to be, I'm going to be busy with that. So right now I'm also busy in post-production. So I'm really hands-on working with an editor. Um, I'm not editing Hannah Wins, uh, but I'm, I'm really um, in, I'm, really in touch with with with, with everything there uh, mm-hmm. so doing that and then uh, writing my feature um i also have another short in development oh, wow um so <laughs> yeah i'm busy. one busy lady <laughs> yeah you want, eventually you'll have time to eat and sleep but uh and then and then you can carry on and do another short I hope it does get selected. I haven't seen them, obviously, but it would be nice, yeah, to get into some film festivals to obviously get get a wider recognition. I think there's a Cardiff has a mini film festival as well for short films and for one minute long films. So uh, there's another one there as well. Sweet. <laughs> I think it's literally called the Cardiff Mini Film Festival, and I believe they have a they have a short film category and they also have a one minute film category. So uh, if if you fancy it. There's my recommendation as well. Well, thank you so much. That was very helpful. <laughs> that's okay. We've both learnt something out of it, given each other something out of this. So that's what three or four shorts on the go. In terms of the feature, now I think I know what the answer's going to be, but are we going to get any kind of idea of what the story's about or at least a genre? Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's shaping. It, do you know what? I've, I've started... I've started with 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 it with wanting to make it into a romantic story uh with a bit of a mystical element um okay. when I started writing it it uh it's it certainly isn't a romantic movie at all it's actually okay. <laughs> uh I'd say I, I'm going for a mix for drama and comedy again that's I think that's the thing that I really want to master and try and 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 do. Um, but it's it's called the careerist, right? And it's okay. <laughs> it's a bit, it's about um, a, a girl who really wants to succeed in a business world. We've we've heard it all here first. So twenty five pages through, how how long how long would that? Um, it might be a stupid question, but how long would that kind of translate into? Uh, an actual film would that be 25 minutes worth of film or would that only be 10 minutes worth it's 25 yeah so each page uh kind of goes for a minute of uh-huh. film yeah so, it's so that's at least what so that's about one fifth of the film kind of written yeah <laughs> which which totally needs to be written <laughs> well if you like 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 you said everybody feel even something like the godfather i'm pretty sure francis ford coppola didn't just write it in one go i'm pretty sure it was written and rewritten and rewritten. But I'd imagine. Are there any any filmmakers or or anybody in the world of film that you kind of look at and think, I like what you're doing there. I'm gonna take that take some of that on board. Um in general, I'm really, really inspired by the passion of people who just love what they do, um, yeah. be it film or any other thing that they do, just you know, that energy when a person really likes what he does is just amazing. So I really get inspired by that and I just get the drive. Um, in, in If we talk movie uh, and if we talk film directors, since since that's the direction I really want to go uh, go to, um, I think the, 
the, the guys that really stand out for me are Woody Allen, Baz Luhrmann, and Joe Wright. Um, yeah. These are the three that I can I can say that um, I'm kind of I I really really like their style. Like for Woody Allen, he's like classy, sophisticated. Witty, just visually beautiful. Visually folk. stunning, yeah. Yeah, like filled with jazz music. Oh my god. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's 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 why I really like Woody. Now for Baz, um I just love the abundance and the extravaganza and the luxurious feel to them. And some some of them are really loud and fast as well. I just love the way this guy gets all the money he he can he, he wants to make a movie. Like he just can do whatever, you know. <laughs> Even if he's 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 making a a commercial, he just 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 makes it into a, a piece of art. I've just recently seen um, his commercial for H and M, and it's just it's just like amazing. It's a movie in its in itself. It's got it's just got everything, and I was like. Oh, God, he's a genius. I haven't seen that. Uh, that is it. Uh, is has it just come out on the television, or have I really missed the boat on this? Um, I believe it, it was it was out last year, <laughs> and it was H and M's collaboration with one of the designers. What was his name? Jesus, I'm really bad with names. I'm sorry. Was uh, it the one with flowers in was it? Yes, exactly. I did see it then. Yes. Yes. It was set in a really, really beautiful kind of castle-like place that had, like, grass and flowers inside. And then there was, like, candlelight dinner and everything. And, yeah. And then there was this plot as well of the the, the gay couple. And then there was this girl as well. I was like, oh, my God, how would she just throw that in into an ad? And just into a commercial. It? Yeah. Um, the music as well. They had uh, years and years for for that commercial. Um, it was just beautiful. Um, and I think for for Joe Wright, I just I just love the way he keeps making dramas and and casting Kieran Knightley in, in all of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like you know dramas and like period dramas. So I think I just I, I think I. First, fell in love with Pride and Pride, his Pride and Prejudice take, yes. and then, you know, and then uh, came the rest. Uh, th- then I watched Atonement. the Atonement. Yeah, I appreciated the rest. Um, but yeah, I think that that's the three guys that I really, really, uh, really like. What a great bunch to pick because, like you say, you've got the you've got Baz Luhrmann who just sort of t- seems to take everything into a a strange yet beautiful direction. Woody Allen, who's got that. Classical, witty, but he—he he, I can't remember who his DOP is now, his long-term collaborator. But his films are are stunning to watch. And Joe Wright, yeah, he's he has a handle on those great dramatic films. And I think he also did uh, Darkest Hour last year. I think Kira Knightley must have been asleep when he directed that because the <laughs> one film she wasn't in. Um, it's a lovely, a good mix of of directors there. Um, Certainly, certainly, when you throw Baz Luhrmann in, that's not a name I hear of enough because I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't done a film for a good few years now. But um, it's always interesting. It's always good to be reminded of what he does. Yeah, for me, I think for me, The Great Gatsby was like, whoa! Yeah. It was almost like a theatre performance. It was so. Sometimes it almost felt like it was not overacting. No, it's not the word. It was just grander than the the, the, the normal. Very movie. theatrical. Yeah, it was very very. 
theatrical. And I think that's what I like because because that's that's where I come from. You know, that's where my beginnings in acting kind of lay. So I think that's that's why I really appreciate it. And also the fact that it was just so so lush i mean he just went for it like if if you if if he goes for flourish he just like puts like the whole room is filled yeah. with flowers, you know <laughs> if it's a party like oh yeah just bring in the dancers and all all the rest of the stuff there just like you can imagine <laughs> if it's a house it's a castle <laughs> yeah a very pretty looking castle <laughs> yeah he didn't all he was missing from that film was a sunset an actress doing a sunset scene but he can get that in his next film. Uh, he also did Moulin Rouge as well, which is another yeah. lovely film. Romeo and Juliet, way back yeah. when. So, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Baz because he doesn't get enough. He doesn't get. I don't think he gets enough mainstream praise. I know he doesn't always opt for the mainstream, but he's never really spoken about all that often. And considering the kind of like you've just like you've just said, what he does with his work, he can elevate it or trans- transform it into something grander. Um, I think he kind of goes a bit unnoticed sometimes, which is which is a shame. Do you ever get do you get time to sit down and watch movies at all, or are you just simply solely focused on making your own? Do you know what i've I've been I've been called a, a director who doesn't watch movies. <laughs> funny <laughs> enough, um, what I'll tell you is that I'm very selective with what I watch, um, and I. I what I don't watch is anything with violence in it, like blood mm-hmm. and you know violence for the sake of violence, especially. Yeah. So the um, the thrillers, so the action movies, or horror, God forbid, um, <laughs> it's just something that I just don't watch altogether. Um, very rarely, I would you know I'd, I'd make exceptions, but it's very difficult for me to watch anything graphic. Uh, so I'd rather not. So what I really go for is then, you know, I'm left with dramas, comedies, uh, you know, an, an odd thriller that is not very, um, very graphic or anything. Uh, yeah, a mystery thriller or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what I really, really enjoy is uh, I think, you know, the motiva- motivational films inspirational motivational and yep. you know based on true stories where the true stories i think is the key um i i think i like that's the that's what gets me every time uh the true story you know a film that is based on a true person true events yeah. uh that's that's something I'd, I'd really want to watch um and there are just so many great films that were released about it. And um, I think the last ones I've done, you know, I've seen The Hidden Figures and The yes. Theory of Everything, Whiplash, like The Founder. Like some of them are like The Founder. The guy is like such, a, such an anti-hero. But then the way he's, he's <laughs> what, what he's done with McDonald's. I mean, you know, who doesn't know McDonald's right now? It's like yeah, yeah. a big thing. Um you know these kind of movies is just uh, is is just something i really enjoy so when i sit down to to watch a movie it's it's really a movie i make a list of them um i i watch trailers that's what i do mm-hmm. and then i make a list of movies i want to watch and then um when i want to watch a movie when i have time to to watch a movie i'll just I'll just go back to my list and be like, okay, which one of them? (laughs) Uh, So you like to come out of a film feeling good rather than depressed. (laughs) It it depends on for the most part, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you know, if I'm really tired, I'll just I'll just go for like a a stupid comedy and be happy with that. 
Yeah. But yeah, but my my I think the the best choice would be a drama uh, that's based on a true a true story. I think that that'd be my <laughs> favorite. I can't for I loved hidden figures. Figures the theory the theory of everything I thought was it was splendid. I thought it was incredible. And the founder, I went into it kind of thinking it was going to be okay, and I've watched it and it was also superb. I really, really enjoyed those films. So yeah, I, I, I'm on board with that train of thought, especially the last few. And um, a film called Stronger came out last year. It's about one of the survivors of the Boston Marathon attack. That was hard hitting and that was fantastic. Uh, so if you ever get a chance to watch that, do check that out as well. This is going on my list now. Thank you. Yep, fantastic. <laughs> Stronger. It was. It's. It's a sort of a. I won't go into it. It's an effect. It's a deeply affecting film. You know, you will get drawn into it. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is fantastic and somehow didn't get nominated for an Oscar again, even though he was fantastic. Uh, Tatiana Maslany, who plays his on-screen partner, is just torturously good. So um, I hope I'm not overselling it now. But um, <laughs> it's, by the sounds of it, it's right. It's kind of right in the direction of what you what you like. Yeah, that's that sounds really good. <laughs> Thank you. No, no worries whatsoever. The answer to this question may actually be yourself. If in 30 years' time they're going to be, once you've got your uh, Academy Award for screenwriting and they make a film about you, uh, The Life and Times of Lena, <laughs> who's, who is going to play you in that film? Oh, um, <laughs> you know, from the actresses that I, that I know and admire right now, I'd say Julia Roberts if she's still, I mean if she's still around when I'm like 60 or whatever I think she's a bit <laughs> older but <laughs> yeah she's incredible um I, I I think she's she's amazing and um, there are so many of them actually but I, I don't know why I picked her um she's beautiful and she does some 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 great some really great movies um yeah she's just a very very good actress but yeah. If you could have one movie for the rest of your life but never watch any other movies ever again, if you could save just one movie, what would you pick and why? Uh, it's a tough one, you know. I'm... It is. <laughs> it's a very tough one. Um, I will say Pride and Prejudice by Joe Wright. I think, um, I think I've think i seen this movie for about 100 times. <laughs> um <laughs> But I haven't seen it for a good few years now. I'd love to rewatch it, actually. I probably will now. <laughs> um, why um, the cinematography in it is just—it is just stunning. Um, the music, the storytelling, the acting—I just love it all. You know, it's got everything, and then it's got this 19th century theme going, and you know, the balls and pretty dresses and everything. So, yeah, Pride and Prejudice. It's just a it's just a nice film, and of course you have got Mister Darcy as well, um, um, yeah. dashing as ever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, In his soldier's I, outfit. That's the only DVD that I own. Where I, I don't even have anywhere to stick it in because I mean, I don't even have a DVD player anymore. But <laughs> the only DVD that I've kept here, and I just you know, it's such a pretty box and everything. And I'm like, okay, if I ever come across, you know, a, a DVD player, you know, <laughs> I'll keep it here. So you literally have just saved one movie. Yeah. My question has actually become literal. I never thought that would happen. You literally have just got that one film with you. <laughs> well, I never had a lot of them anyway. 
Mm-hmm. Um, You're uh, making your own, so. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, I'd, I'd watch them online or I'd go, I'd go into the cinema. Um, mm-hmm. That that was the way, pretty much, where I'd lend, um, lend some films. Um, yeah, and I, I only had a couple. And, yeah, this is the only one I've, I'm left with. <laughs> It's not a bad one to be left with. Let's be let's be honest. So, what's the dream? What's the goal? What heights do you want to reach? I mean, it may sound like a kind of a naive question, but where do you, where do you see yourself going? Where do you want to be after all after everything? Um, I will say is the journey, not the destination. And um, absolutely, I'm really enjoying what I'm doing right now. I'm just. You know, I wake up in the morning and I'm just so happy to be doing what I'm doing. Nice. And um, in terms of the the direction that I'm heading to is I want to be a director, a film director. Um, I would not shy away from acting as well. I actually Mm -hmm. think that I I might get myself, you know, get myself back into that a little bit. Um, I've been out of acting for a bit now with you know, trying to write and direct. And uh, the last movie I didn't act in um, because I thought that, you know, writing and uh, directing and acting in it is, is a bit difficult, actually. I'd, I'd like to have more control. So if I'm directing, I'd, I'd like to just direct. Um, yeah. So I haven't acted a lot lately. And that's something I, I kind of miss. So I'd, I'd like to get back into that. Um, but, yeah, the main focus, I think, would be... Um, Directing and, and writing screenplays that that I'd I'd like to direct. Got a lot on the go at the minute, so um, I can imagine this time next year you will have well, you're gonna have at least what four or five under your belt, and with the pace that you're going, I'd imagine almost double that. So <laughs> yeah, well, I'm hoping to, yeah, um, certainly. Yeah, do you, just a quick one as well. Did you, when it comes to uh, creating the movies? Uh, do you prefer to do your own story or your own kind of experience or have you found using somebody else's writing to be kind of more preferential at the at the minute um i i would say both um i don't mind either um I'd really like to be like I have some stories in my head that I really want to tell, and that's why I'm trying to learn how to write um, and get and basically get my point across and you know get it seen uh, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, if if there is a script that you know or or, or a screenwriter that, that you know a screenwriter with a script that I really like, I, I wouldn't say no. You know, I'd I'd I'd, I'd say totally yes. So I wouldn't um, I I wouldn't rule one or the other out. I'd I'd say a good balance uh, between two would be a nice thing. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. If it, just because it's somebody else's words doesn't mean you can't put your own spin on or your own interpretation on on what they've given you. Exactly. And that's the most exciting part. I think I'm I'm just kind of sitting here now thinking. I would be very interested to, you know, in a in an alternate world, write something, hand it over to somebody else just to see where they take it because they could make it worse, they could make it better than you could ever imagine. I, I find that quite interesting. Yeah, and I think with with the with the scripts, like me as a director, when I get a screenplay, I read it 
um, and I might like it, but then I would spot things where I'd be like, okay, but here mm -hmm. as an actor, I don't see how am I going to be motivated to do this or that or the other. So, you know, when I start asking these questions, uh, we, we, there is a dialogue between me and writer and, uh, and then we, we, things change a little. Um, so, you know, Hannah Wins was written by somebody else and, 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 and that shaped out you know it's the end result is a little bit different to mm -hmm. what it was in the beginning um and i worked with a screenwriter and we we, we came to a, a finished result which is uh, a little bit different from the beginning but you know something that we're both happy with and i'm happy with as a, as a director um because for me to be able to tell the story i need to understand it and i need to understand yeah. the motivation of the actors uh why would they do this or that and you know if the motivate if there is no motivation if it doesn't make sense then you know it needs to go or it needs to change a little bit so you know little things need to iron out um and the same thing with the with the script that i'm going to be uh directing right now you know when i got it i was like it's amazing. I want to do it, but I have a question, right? <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and and and, and actually, this one changed really slightly, um, but it, it it makes sense to me now, and I and I know that I'll be able to shoot it in a way that it will make sense to a viewer. So yeah. hopefully, <laughs> at least I can make sense of it now, and you know I can tell the story um, the way I see it. When somebody gives you their, has given you their writing and you've gone back and said, I'd like to change this or this doesn't work as well as it could do, how was it generally taken? Are, are people usually pretty on board with it and forthcoming or have you met with anybody who's kind of a bit more guarded about their work and would rather not change anything? I've actually been really lucky uh, with the scripts that I've uh, I've had uh, taken and um it was a really nice collaboration that I have. I, I have to say, I've been really, really lucky. Uh, both uh, both writers were happy to work on it and, you know, to um, work out, iron out uh, some things. Um, so they worked for both of us. Um, and I think, yeah, like, I've been really lucky. I, I suppose if the writer and director can't come to, um, you know, some sort of... Um, agreement with the script i suppose is just the collaboration is just not gonna happen mm. uh, because for any director to make a movie if, if if the director doesn't get it if it if he doesn't get the motivation how is, how is he gonna motivate his actors there's no way you know obviously i was gonna um put it all together so for me uh, a writer you know it's a conversation though it's not like i'm coming back saying you know this doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I usually start with questions. Can you explain? You know, there is something that I'm not quite getting here. Uh, what did you try to say with that, right? And then usually when um, when the writer explains the point, I'm like, yeah, that makes total sense, right? Can you put it in your script just the way you told me? <laughs> and then that's where the finished version of the script comes, you know, to light. So it's very, it's a very uh, structured, intelligent way of doing it, uh, I suppose, rather than just saying that bit there was absolute crap, get rid of it. Whereas, obviously, I guess by drawing everything out of his or his or hers mind or brain, putting it onto a page, surely, yeah, if you can understand the motivation better that way, then that can only be a good thing. Yeah. 
there there you go guys um so if anybody out there is looking to start filmmaking or acting screenwriting producing directing everything that you do what kind of words or of advice or tips could you give them to kind of start their journey on the right foot um i would say go out and learn as much as you can about what it is that whatever it is you want to do and just create your own opportunities just get out there if if it's filmmaking that you want to do get out there and start doing it um there is going to be this big scary gap in the beginning where you know you want to be you know the the Woody Allen or Basil yeah. and 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 you're going to be trying to make your movie and <laughs> you're going to be making something that's you know very far from from that kind of level right and just don't get discouraged because you know learn as much as you can you know learn by doing as well you know learning classes read it read about it look at other people work and then go and just try and do it you know if it doesn't work it's it's like every film I make is is I learn something new like I've not done green screen before I've done green screen with Hannah Wins I've made all possible mistakes that I'm (laughs) not gonna make in future (laughs) so um yeah so basically just be passionate about it go out and do it and find other passionate people that really like that like in Dublin, there are so many, you know, groups of people that they're just passionate about filmmaking and that are willing to, you know, to do it um, to just for, for no pay, um, just to get their experience. Um, and, you know, they're there, like they're, they're starting out and it, it's like everyone is interested to make something good mm-hmm. and everyone um is interested to to put their time in because this this is what you really have in the beginning if you if you um before somebody starts paying you money for to make films you need to you know prove yourself right um and you know find the groups online you know uh, in whatever city you are uh find like minded people um connect with them you know and start making movies if it's if it's the filmmaking that you want to do just do it Go for it. There you go, guys. Just do it. So, um, thank you very much for those words. Yeah, not, not not that I could add anything to it, but there wouldn't be anything else to add to it. Go out there, have fun, meet people, learn your trade, and see where it gets you. I guess, yeah. Well, that is that for this episode of the What I Watched Tonight Show. Thank you so much for coming on and giving your time, Lena. Uh, I know you're very busy. <laughs> well, thank you so much for inviting me. It's been a pleasure. It's been great. It's been grand. So where can the world find you and your works online? Um, on my webpage, lemonycreative.com, uh, Lemony being L-I-N-I-M-I. Um, or I'm on Facebook at Lemony Creative um, or either Instagram, Lena Jalala. But my webpage would have links for all of them. So if you remember, lemonycreative.com and from there you can get other other sites as well. Thank you. I will link to your personals and your uh, social, sorry, on the website. So it will be up there. Head over to uh, Lemony Creative and check out supports Lena's work and vision. And when you do like it, tell her you like it because there's nothing better or nothing more rewarding than being told somebody your work is good. So if you like it, tell, share it, share it with people, tell people. And of course, tell the creator, tell Lena 
really liked her work. So, once again, thank you for coming on. I know you've got six books to read and you've got a sunset to film for your <laughs> acting reel. So I know you're going to be very busy. And I'm, I am so appreciative you came on today. Thank you so much, Matt. No problem. Uh, you, you guys can catch all the episodes on the website, which is whatiwatchtonight.co.uk. Subscribe on iTunes and get every episode. So you'll get this one, everything that came before, everything that comes after. Uh, we're also on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podknife. We're on YouTube. Uh, we're everywhere. We are taking over the world alongside Lemony Creative. So if you like what you hear, share it. Again, share the episode. Tell the world. If you don't like it, don't tell anyone. Uh, and of course, don't forget to tell your grandmothers about it. But until next time, see ya. <laughs> Okay.